This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by Twitch. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Tina Amini. Hello. Sam Claiborne. What's up, everybody? And Brandon Tyrell. Hey there. And we have a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about Sean Bean, who, until just a moment ago, Sam did not realize was in GoldenEye. Because <laughs> Are you he's never, sure? Because he's never seen the movie. You're well, total first of frame all, of Sean for Bean didn't exist before Lord of the Rings. So he, I don't Yeah, he understand. did, actually. He, he'd been in things before Lord of the Rings. GoldenEye was one of them. Was he an old man? Nope, not no man. <laughs> He's aging he backwards. <laughs> Middle-aged man. Really? Uh, Boromir. And he, of course, yes. died in okay. Goldeneye. Right. Spoilers. Wait, what? Yep, 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 yep. That's true. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, a bunch of classic consoles. PlayStation Classic and uh, the new Mega SG from Analog. Fancy Pants Sega Genesis is coming out. But first, we've been talking a lot about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, recently, because we've been playing a lot and it's really good. Brandon, you reviewed it. I did. You know, have you been playing it? I've been playing it, yeah. Okay. Just a little bit. Uh, but there's some, one thing that really bothers me about it, and we talked about it a little bit last week, and it's really been, it's been like a growing weight on my mind. And it's the actually, beaches are too nice. The beaches are too nice, and it makes me miss the beach. Unrealistic expectations. And I feel beaches. resentful that I can't I go to those beaches. Every time I'm on the beach in that game, I'm like, why am I I've here? I've been to the beach, the beach in Greece. In Greece, And yeah. it's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice. Everybody. But that's not your qualm? That's not my qualm. Okay. Uh, no, it's, it's made me realize that I absolutely hate a game design mechanic that I didn't even realize sort of existed or I wasn't really aware of before. And that's level scaling where the enemies all, you know, level up with you mm-hmm. through, throughout the game. I see people like discussing this, but we have the term level scaling now, which yeah. to define that, it means that what you just said, but I, I was like looking at the history of this yeah. and like people have not known what to call it. So people yeah. were like, does this game have the thing where levels... Uh, of monsters are the same as you the whole time because I hate that <laughs> enemy rubber bandy. Yeah, I don't know. The rubber banding is from Mario Kart, where it's like it actually feels like yeah. you know, the the yeah, yeah characters suddenly just go sling right past you at the end. Yeah, yeah. That is a similar thing. So we are calling it, I think, rubber banding on this show too. Hmm. We'll call it lev- well, level level scaling. scaling. Level scaling. Now. Yeah, we now know the it. Official term. And once you know Which its name, you it, can kill it. It creates. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it ensures you have about the same level of challenge throughout the whole game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like it flies in the face of everything that I ex- like I expect in a video game where like the game gets more difficult over time, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? So like I'm I expect or, or to, like, that you become more powerful well, sure. in an yeah. RPG or something. Yeah, it's, sure. it's, it's use like, your progression. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's weird in an RPG setting because you assume there might be a quest that you're you know too under leveled for, so you go and you grind it out, and then you come back and, and um, Assassin's exactly. Creed, and you're like, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> this is the same level again. I guess mm-hmm. they were grinding too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? You have to grind faster. Yeah. So your your problem with it is that it sort of breaks the immersion that. Guys who, you know, were a certain challenge at one point in your journey are now the same challenge at a different point in your journey. Yeah, like I, what, any any sort of game where I'm going on an adventure, mm-hmm. I like to start out with humble beginnings yes. in my like hometown, yeah. go off on my quest, yeah. and then I can come back to my starting area and I'm really powerful, but everyone there is still the same. You go to that hometown like forest, you just kill all the imps. Yeah. yeah. You just Do you kill remember all. me? Yeah. yeah. But why would you go back to your hometown if nothing's well, useful? Well, it's usually That's just where all my friends live. <laughs> but think about this: if you're le- if you're grinding in a game, you might as well become powerful, so you can like beat stuff that you couldn't beat before. But in this game, that pig will just keep killing you no matter what level yeah. you are mm-hmm. at. Yeah, there's a really difficult pig. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually very positive yeah. about level scaling. I you're enjoy positive it. on it. Yeah, I enjoy it. I I prefer to have a level scaling <clears throat> uh, system in my. RPGs and RPGs are probably half the games I play. Mm-hmm. I would say, mm-hmm. um, and I, I like that for one reason, and it's not an immersion reason or anything. It's mechanically. It's the fact that me as a person, um, I tend to get distracted really easily, and I also tend to get distracted if I feel like uh, I'm about to, you know, or, or there's no challenge left, right? So, like Skyrim is a perfect example. I hit a uh, level cap in Skyrim, like halfway through the main story Mm. and I just kind of got bored Mm. and never went back until many years later. So I feel like with Assassin's Creed Odyssey in particular, I get to this point where not only am I progressing numerically along with the enemies where more damage and more hit points, basically the numbers just get bigger. I'm also progressing through abilities and I feel like that is a 
an appropriate check to level scaling because where I fought you guys before and we were both doing 10 damage to each other, now we're doing 100 damage to each other, but I can also light you on fire and I can also kick you off yeah. a cliff. So I think there's there are sort of two avenues of progression that, that allow you to feel more powerful than your enemy even though numerically you're the same. Because otherwise you walk into yeah. a room and you're like, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. And like, that's no fun. Yeah, and for the yeah, end game sometimes. too. <laughs> like if you're if you're at the <laughs> end of um if you like me. if you're like max level that you're talking about yeah. and, and you get to a point where you have all of your abilities and you're able to do that, like at the end game there's more for you to do because you still have a challenge yeah. in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think we're missing some of the really important points that this this kind of screws up. And one of those is that it just makes you fight the same enemies all the time. Like if you level up all the pirates that you're fighting, then you're always going to fight pirates. But in Zelda, they're like, okay, now you're going to fight a giant Cyclops. Mm -hmm. Sure. That's that's so much more interesting to me that like once by the end of the game, I can actually take out different things. Yeah. And the fact that like I'm going to be fighting uh, Spartans and Athenians for the rest of this game is kind of disappointing. Mm -hmm. And they don't look any different. They don't have any different like moves or weapons. They do the same stuff over and over again, and they just they're just spongier. That's yeah. annoying. And then also, I like to feel like I can kill things that are harder than me anyway. Mm -hmm. And this this type of leveling restricts you from doing that. You cannot kill things two or three levels above you. Like first of all, you can't even Spartan kick them. They just prevent you from doing that. <laughs> so you can't like use exploits to play like level forty missions when. You're level 25. And I think that's super stupid. Like, you, I really you like can, it. can, though. There, there are ways you can do you can't that. can't kick people off cliffs, though. There are some enemies you... There's a level scaling feat that prevents you from, like, insta-killing things that are too high a level. Yeah. And there's also, like, feats that enemies have that prevent them from being knocked back, which mm -hmm. removes that kick ability yeah. in general anyway. But, like, when I was in the review... You I took on some high level stuff? Yeah, yeah. I was, like, level 35 and killing 45 mercenaries because I was exploiting it by using a horse and heavy attacks and just, like, doing strafing runs and... That's cool. And so I like that. Them. Yeah. I've not experienced that at all in this game. And I feel like that's the entire game for Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Is that You're right. you, you can like figure out a cool little thing, really pursue it, and then just like stay away and arrow something. Or something well, that's like what's that. so really great like about that game is there are no levels. It's yeah. it's just like you see a Lionel, you're like that is going to be harder than that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I think the sweet balance. But there, I think there is level levels. I know there's level scaling in Breath of the Wild. I just think it's done. Oh, oh. I just want to point that out before we get any further. <laughs> that there is <laughs> level scaling in Breath of the Wild because the enemies change colors. Yeah. Oh yes, and yes. they it's get like, harder. But well, they, they're different enemies. They, they have different weapons. It's, and they change. They, it's different because uh, you don't level up you don't like it's no. not it doesn't have that rpg element yeah, yeah, yeah. gaining experience points yeah. right so they're not like matching it there's sort but of there's an like, experiential level triggers that you as you work your way through the story yeah there's triggers that will level or make the enemies more difficult and it's not like bow goblins just become blue they become blue and then red and then white and then black <laughs> and then tan they, yeah. they become that but they also start including more of the the larger enemies moblins mm -hmm. and stuff like that yes yeah so they'll just be more of those and they'll have like longer spears or like whatever that's just so, a little bit more variation yeah. I, i'm the same way you are i like to go into an area and know that i'm under leveled and see if i can conquer it so yeah, i think I there's that. i think there's a sweet spot of being like look area area z over here your entry point is 40 like don't go here if you're not 40 hmm. but you know area a where you start if you ever have to go back there the enemies are still going to be challenging you're not going to just ride through and kill everything by looking at it you know so i think i think there's a sweet spot of having static areas with a minimum point of entry, and then bringing everything else up to you. So there's still somewhat of a challenge in the world if you decide to go back to somewhere. And there's yeah. a lot of exploration in Odyssey that requires you to go back to different places. Yeah. I do think I understand uh, in a big open-world game like Assassin's Creed Odyssey where there are so many things to do, mm -hmm. if they weren't scaling the levels of everything, then you would you all this stuff you would encounter would be super easy for you. Yeah. Right? I get that. But I, I, don't, I don't mind being a little OP in my games if I've put in the time to grind yeah. and like raise my level or what if you like, rest like, your your neck to get a cool weapon yeah in this game it's it's a level 40 weapon when you're level 25 yeah. and you can't even use it yeah like that's that's, that's so crappy yeah like i want to be able to like risk a lot for reward and this just this kind of like crunches that a little bit mm. well i guess for progression's sake like to brandon's point earlier the fact that you can just focus your, on your specs like if you do want to do the arrow thing from afar you just focus on like that part of the your abilities. skill tree oh my god yeah, predator exactly. shot is the most overpowered skill in this game if you <laughs> is it well sparta kick and predator shot <laughs> Which one is Predator Shot? It's yeah, the I one you basically do. You do like Patriot Arrow from oh, Men in Tights, where you like control the arrow. If you yeah. if you pump up your Hunter damage and your Headshot damage, mm. you can you can one hit just about anything from like a, a ridiculous nice. distance, and you can even like curve around posts and stuff. Yeah. So, 
it's messed up. The other like <laughs> tiny benefit, I guess, to having level scaling is if you like me, kind of barrel through the storyline, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, like later around come to side quests, they're mm-hmm. still at your level, so it doesn't feel like you know you just want to ignore it because they're way too under leveled. Yeah, you. yeah. So that that's kind of cool too. It makes sure that like areas and side quests essentially are not obsolete. Yeah, that makes sense to me, but. Assassin's Creed Origins allowed you to toggle that mm-hmm. on and off, yes. and Odyssey doesn't. There, yeah, there's a there's an option in there. It's not tied to difficulty, but there is an option in there. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in in Odyssey, in the options menu, you actually can do it. And I'm not exactly sure how because I didn't I didn't look into it. I didn't have a problem with it. Um, but uh, when I spoke to Ubisoft about you know the difficulty after that whole deal with like time boosters and microtransactions came up, they said there is a way to uh, affect the level scaling of enemies. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like I, I don't think it should be mandatory. It feels like I'm driving the car, but the developer has their foot on the pedal. That's an right. So I, I feel like we we've mentioned this before. I'm playing the game. I bought the game. I want to be in complete control as mm-hmm. much as possible of like how I play the game. Uh, and I feel like they're just they're they're totally controlling the level of challenge throughout the entire game, rather than me being in control of that. And I would rather be in control. That's a fair criticism, but. At the same time, do you think that they took that into account when they balanced their design and their system? Well, I mean, one would hope so. Yeah, but I don't know. I think they were like, we don't want to design ogres, so we're just <laughs> going to put in more pirates. That's the thing. I will like. say that, like, <laughs> Athenians, Spartans, bandits, pirates, mercenaries, like, all of them are basically the same. They get mohawks. That, that's, uh, yeah. Bigger armor. You know. Yeah. That's, a, I guess, a bigger challenge for a game like Assassin's Creed than Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Because Breath of the Wild, Zelda's going to have a greater variety of enemies. Right? Yeah, you can't, in, you can't introduce be, giants. Or some <laughs> version of people. But that's a, I mean, that would be something that for me would make, you know, any game better. Yeah. Like Assassin's Creed is like, if there's like, you know, this like level of mythology associated with, you know, the Greek area that you're in, then like include, the, include more monsters. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't encountered, I'm like level 16. You fought that pig, right? Well, there's a big pig. Yeah. Not, a boar. Not exactly. This is game scoop. Get, sorry, get, boar. Get your... sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> a boar's boar. pig. Big yeah. boar. <laughs> big boar. Yes. There was a big uh, um, snake skeleton. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Ah, the I Temple of the that. Snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was really cool. Ithios. Um, Aren't there, there like mythological bosses too? So there are spoilers. I, I, yeah, I know there's a Medusa. First of all, yeah. the collector's edition is called Medusa edition, <laughs> and it so has her on the box. So don't come after us, all right? Don't add us about spoilers. They showed Ubisoft that E3 or GameStop. spoiled this on yeah, the box. They did. <laughs> yeah. They showed that fight like in a trailer yeah. Yeah. too. So, so I, I haven't got there yet. Though, um, so. There, there are a subset of missions that are themed around the mythological creatures of ancient Greece. God, I'm dancing around this real well, hard. And, and that that occurred in uh, Origins also. Yeah, yeah. Because so there they, was like a level where there's like a psychedelic trip through the afterlife. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and. Origins, hand, Origins handled it one way. Odyssey handles it similar but differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are missions centered around mythological creatures. Having said that, they're not like you're you're riding through the countryside and you run into a centaur. Like that doesn't happen. Um, there are wolves though, and they're very aggressive. Wolves are not yeah. mythological though. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. There's probably a big one somewhere. Yeah, there are. Yep, there is a big one somewhere <laughs> dire for wolf. sure. But there are like those legendary beasts that you have to hunt, and then there's the mythological creatures. Mm-hmm. What I love about Odyssey's open world is that because it's so steeped in that mysticism of of Greek, uh, Greek mythology, you do find those temples with like mm-hmm. impossible snake skeletons, yeah. and you're like, is this? Mm-hmm. Is it was this late here or was this man made or what's going on? And so throughout the game, it sort of like opens you up to the possibility of like you could find something kind of crazy. And I will say there are some interesting things they do in historical nonfiction that really kind of tie into that. Like people aren't just people in this game. There's some real messed up stuff that they do as well. Yeah. So. Well, I still really like it. I really like the game. I'm still really enjoying it. Yeah, I can't wait to go home and play it like every night right yeah. now. Which yeah, that's is really a cool feeling for any mm-hmm. game in the fall. That always feels good. There's just so much to do in that yeah. game, and so much that's engaging too. I found myself. I never liked photo mode before. I found myself mm-hmm. falling in love with photo mode. Because of those beaches. Yeah, man. Like the beaches, the sunsets, taking pictures on your ship are fantastic. Yeah, I like it when just it starts like lightly raining. Yeah, yeah. I had like a sun shower in the game. I couldn't believe how good it looked. I like when you pull up to a dock and you're not on a dock. You're like at the side of an island. You're like, okay, I got to swim that gap. And you go and you just. It always reminds you that the water is like clear and beautiful, and there's like stuff everywhere underwater too. I love that feeling. It's great. I think I understand some of the reasoning behind. Level scaling, but I remain unconvinced that it is ideal <laughs> for for uh, or or that it should be mandatory for. It's in your favorite Final <laughs> Fantasy game. 
Uh, it is that it's not. It actually is opposite day. It's Wednesday, so that's correct. <laughs> Let's talk about Hitman 2. It's out next month. It's out on November 13th, and Sean Bean will be making an appearance. Mm-hmm. He I of love Sean Bean. I was thinking about this. Do you mean Sean Astin? No, I don't, actually. I don't I mean, think Sean he was Bean. in 007. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> You've never even seen Goldeneye. No. Well, does it, have a, does it have a satellite dish in the end it, of it? it yeah. It, yeah, it, I've seen that. Spoilers, but yes, it does. It falls that. on Sean Bean. Alex, Alec Trevelyan, yeah. He, he plays the, the antagonist. Hmm. Anyway, for Queen right. and Country well, James. we'll do we'll do some fact checking after this. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's going to be. Sure. be uh, By that means we'll watch Golden Eye. <laughs> and he wasn't in the Goonies. Sean Bean was not in the Goonies. <laughs> no. Unless uh, he plays Sloth. I don't know if that's true he or not. Him, no. he might have. Yeah. Maybe he plays. He's not like a seven foot tall guy. The, the mean bully Does anyone die in the Goonies outside of One Eyed Willie? Does anyone die? <laughs> he didn't die in the Goonies. He died. No, long, I'm long. saying Sean Bean has to die in every movie. So mm. I mean, that's an easy way. Yeah, that's an easy way to check it. No, all the Fratellis get caught in the end, and Sloth goes to live with Chunk. <laughs> yeah. You're going to live with us now, Slav. Yeah. <laughs> His parents are like, Ugh. I don't know, maybe the giant... <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Look, you know, it's, like a, it's like a great background look, shot. Of look, Chunk, you have to clear these kinds of decisions with us <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe the giant octopus died, I don't know, but it, it got cut out yeah, of the it was really scary. A, a rock did drop on it, yeah. 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 Anyway, Sean Bean will be the first uh, elusive target for Hitman 2. The elusive targets are timed events. Are they all going to be likenesses of famous people? I don't know. Point? Pro- they probably, that? probably can't afford to have them all be famous people. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I'm, I'm available for a very reasonable rate, <laughs> IO Interactive, just so you know. What would your what would you be in a Hitman game? I'd be an elusive, an elusive target. You, yeah, Maybe you'd you'd be hard, would hunt but down like, Would you be like a, a you know annoying podcast host or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. Be an like annoying the podcast hit, The Hitman's <laughs> hired to take out? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Podcast yeah. host slash assassin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hit, Agent Forty Seven is hired by a Sonic terrible. the Hedgehog fan. <laughs> yeah. um, you the, just uh, hear Sonic was never good behind you, and then it's over. Just yep. black. Just cut to black. Yeah. Uh, the official uh, press release says Bean will take on the role of Mark Faba, a former MI Five agent turned freelance assassin. You know, he just, he gets to make his own hours that way. Yeah. Notoriously known as the Undying. Well, we'll see about that, won't we? Mm-hmm. Baba's reputation as a master of faking his own death is second to none. <laughs> That's Ultimately, kind of a good thing what for a one trick pony. Like, <laughs> I'm a master of faking. How many? Well, so, like, yeah, that's a master of it. It's like, oh, he did it. He yeah. faked it again, guys. No, he's we keep re- falling for he's it. He's really dead this time, guys. <laughs> this that time, ice, that ice cream truck landed on him. <laughs> Uh, ultimately causing the International Contract Agency, the ICA, to put an, uh, an imposing bounty on his head. And Sean Bean himself has a quote, no. and you can really tell he really knows a lot about what he's involved in. He says, I'm thrilled to be a part of the upcoming Hitman 2 video game. It's always exciting to take on a new role, and I look forward to seeing my character in action when the elusive target mission I think launches. that's Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, it is on the right. <laughs> next to, uh, he's the one next to Sean Bean. He looks great. But he doesn't have the Boromir hair or like the Boromir beard. Yeah, such a little thing. Yeah, Yeah. are they buddies in this movie? So they start out as buddies. Yeah, Yeah, we're good to spoil Goldeneye, right? I remember this level. I definitely remember this level. (laughs) They start out as those doors took a long time to open. It's 006 and 007, Mm -hmm. and then 006 betrays 007 Mm -hmm. because you find out that he was the orphan of a Russian nationalist or something like that, and comes back to kill 007. Mm -hmm. It's a lot about 007. I only saw that movie one time in theaters, so I don't really remember too much about it. It's good. It's it was. Is, is it one of the good ones? I, all the 007 no, movies fall on it's the side of good or bad. Here's, here's the thing: is like as I've gotten older, I appreciate Pierce Brosnan's run as Bond mm-hmm. less and less. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more of a Roger Moore fan now. Well, that, that's like the age that we grew up in. So yeah, um, we have that. We have that. They call it the more bias. The more Goldfinger is the best Bond movie. <clears throat> it's a good one. It's definitely up there. But anyway. It's, Moon, but in Moonraker, the, they go to space. Yeah, the space one, well, the one underwater is really silly too. I like. That. I think Goldeneye is the least offensive Brosnan movie, mm. Brosnan Bond movie. Mm. Anyway, uh, Hitman Two is out November thirteenth. Sean Bean will be making his appearance as the uh, elusive target on November twentieth. Mm. So one week <clears throat> later, and Sam, you only have ten days. 
to find and kill Sean Bean. But even if you do think you kill him, he might just be faking his death. So he's the master. He's of the it. undying. Yeah. It, it's hard. To, it might be. And hard to say. if you don't go through with it, you can still get the satisfaction by watching the YouTube supercut of all Sean Bean's deaths. If you don't beat him, you can come back later, and he'll be at the same level. No, no, no. I think <laughs> these are like one-time things. Yeah. <laughs> He was uh, making a callback to our level scaling discussion. Oh, yeah, I got it. I, that one went right over my head. <laughs> Sam, what do you think about the Mega SG? I, I'm very excited for it because you can plug in a Sega CD to the side of it. <laughs> uh, There's a new Genesis coming out yeah. oh. that's all doing all this Genesis stuff. You can play Genesis games. That's all. That's all fine. But this one. You can play on your HD television. You just plug it in, and you can just slap a Sega CD inside, yeah. like you always could, and just play those games on HD. Mm-hmm. HD. That's so insane. This is from the analog company. Previously, they gave us the analog NT, which was a recreation of the NES with HD output. Then they did that super- was like six hundred dollars. Yeah, and their, their prices have come down since then. They have the Super yeah. NT, which is only two hundred ish, I think. Mm. I bought one. I love it. And I think the Mega. SG is like 190. So yeah, so people and it, that sounds expensive though because you can buy a knockoff Genesis For like, Super yeah, Nintendo. Whatever, 30 it, yeah, yeah, thirty dollars. Yeah. Uh, but the difference is that they use this thing called FPGA, which is that you take the original Genesis chip and you explode that up to uh, you know the actual diagram of what's on that chip or chips, and then you rebuild it yeah. on a uh, chip of your own. So you're just com- completely duplicating the computer processes that you know run a genesis you're not you're not making something that's like it Mm. you're not making a little pc that has a genesis emulator you're making a genesis like entirely from scratch because you have to reverse engineer it so it plays every game that should go in your genesis perfectly Mm. whereas emulation does not do that and then outputs it in like in high yeah, definition, yeah, for your and then they 1080p. do a couple yeah. tweaks 1080p. and make 1080p. it so, so it's just HDMI in the back, HDMI in your television. Yeah. How do you insert software into it? What has a cartridge? It's just it's that's a cartridge. What you okay, yeah. it plays you know Genesis games, but then it also plays Master other systems, system. Master System, What's and the then uh, a, it Sega plays system. games from Sega consoles that were only released in Japan and mm-hmm. Australia, I think, like the SG One Thousand, and that's before the Genesis yeah, and that, the Master System. It was their first console released in '83. It looks like, and it looks really, really cool. Yeah, it has like funny Atari, like well, better than Atari graphics. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, like Famicom-ish. Yeah, uh, level graphics. Uh, yeah, so it plays all those games. There's the SC three thousand, which was a yeah, computer okay. com- uh, sort of component to the SG one thousand. But that means you have to track down these cartridges. You that's the thing. You know, uh, yeah. So it's like it's the nicest way to play original Sega Genesis games today. But yeah, you have to supply all the all of the. Mm-hmm. Cartridges yourself, or the so, Sega CD discs. Or you yeah. just have to have them already. Did you guys yeah. keep any of your cartridges? Mm, I, I have some Sega. Uh, they Sega may be at my dad's house. I don't know. Yeah, I think I have Joe Montana's quarterback club '94 in a box. The somewhere. talking cool. one. Uh, it might be the, the talking football. one. I think so. I might have every Mortal Kombat on Genesis, like in an aunt's house. <laughs> yeah, cool. to that. <laughs> cool. So I looked up, so we can all catch up on this. Uh, uh, a collection of every Genesis game, but one, which was a uh, game that came out for a, like a racing bike system that's really hard to find. Mm-hmm. Every one but that one, it's like a 700-something run, just sold on eBay. It was $15,000. So that was a nice collection. That averaged out at about 30 bucks a game, though. So that's not, that's a little pricey. With boxes, though. But if you Every, have a full experience, you have to give out $15,000. Well, somebody else did the work, right? Yeah. You're paying for some of that, too. <laughs> that's convenient. They but if you want, Exactly. If you want a you know, Raspberry Pi equivalent, mm-hmm. it's going to cost you $200 for the system. And then yeah. fifteen thousand more for the games, but there you go. Well, I didn't include the Sega CD games and stuff in that, That's but uh, I was gonna say if you guys want to go in next time, <laughs> just split up. it. Yeah. Good for like forty bucks. <laughs> it's fine. We'll just expense it. It'll be fine. But once you have the full, you know, collection of something like that, like Star Wars toys or the Sega Genesis games, like they'll, you're done, right? So you can look at them for a little bit, but the, the thrill of the chase is gone. Which is like not great. Not great. <laughs> so but, Alexander uh, wept because there were more, no more lands yeah. to conquer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but you would think that, like you know, hopefully that would gain value over the years because it's just yeah. done. Yeah, like, you, you, know, would think. you did it. I would say you don't. There's a lot of Genesis games you don't need to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, that's probably true don't too. need to play those. What three Arrow the Acrobat games? I don't think there's three Arrow games. I think maybe there are three three Bubsy <laughs> games and Earthworm Jim games. Yeah, there probably is three. <clears throat> 
Uh, but Sam, you have the Super NT and hmm? enjoy it, right? I love it. So these yeah. are like really, really so well-made clone consoles. Yeah, and that one came in with that pack-in game that never came out here, the the version of Super Turrican, which is kind of cool. Hmm. They didn't announce anything like this. But this was so popular, it brought down their site yesterday. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. For pre-orders, yeah. 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 So, so a lot so of people have copies of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, and yeah. 3 that they're right. ready they to play. Right, they need something again. to play on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can pre-order it now. It starts. It'll ship in uh, April of next year. And like I said, it's going for one eighty nine ninety nine. Well, I can't wait to test out Aladdin on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, the Disney Great games game. are so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, that was the best version of Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of uh, adjacent to that story, Limited Run Games announced today an HDMI cable for PlayStation One and Two. It's crazy, right? So say what? So. Yeah, those are like it's a little conversion box and an HDMI cable, so you can just yeah, hook so up those can, old systems. Yeah, so, so it plugs into your PlayStation One, and then it has an HDMI uh, on the other end. So it converts. Right I mean, what was the resolution of the One? Was four eighty? There was multiple resolutions, <laughs> but yeah, it was for a, a television, a CRT television that yeah. do four eighty. But you could do like six hundred and eight hundred and stuff on it. Oh wow, reason. okay. I don't know why. So I imagine it just doubles the yeah. There the was like output. we just saw that because in that PlayStation Classic collection, there's a um, Ridge Racer game mm-hmm. that was like high resolution, which is crazy. Um, you can here's a life hack. You can also just plug in your PS3 and it does that exact thing for your PS1 and PS2 games. Um, yes, but uh, you know if you wanted to play the original console. Mm-hmm. This is a way to do it, which yeah, I think is pretty It's cool. nice for the controller and stuff like that. There is a significant problem with playing games on the original PS1 and PS2 consoles today, though. Mm-hmm. A problem that you don't find with older consoles like Sega Genesis. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. Controllers. Save cards? You have to have memory cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. For everything. God, yeah. man, you were bringing me back. I remember yeah. just having like a stack of these yeah. little mm-hmm. things right here. So you like, go and you're just like, all right, which one is my Legend of Dragoon <laughs> save on? You yeah. can lose your saves that with those things, too. Really? Yeah, they're, they're, they're so low quality. Like too close to them? Oh, okay, so they just like wear and tear over time? Yeah, I would like put in a PlayStation 2 one. All the saves would be gone, you know? I look back to like how I treated my consoles when I was a kid, and it wasn't malicious, but I was like, Get in there, you know, like trying to put a cartridge in. Yeah. And I think about that now, and I'm like, God, I was a dumb kid. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know how fragile systems are now, too. Like, now that I am careful with an Xbox One X, like. It's essentially a computer now. Are, yeah. yeah. I think they're probably made to be, you know, brutalized, but I, I don't know. I think there are less moving parts in current consoles. There's always that spinning disc, though. Yeah. Well, yeah apparently, there's just true. breeding grounds for cockroaches. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Which so. system had the most cockroaches in it? PlayStation 4. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Tina. <laughs> Here to report every several months. <laughs> the NES, Sam, you probably know this. The NES didn't have a, like a fan in it, did it? No, it wouldn't need that. So like, it, they just need heat sinks. So it has these big metal. So when sinks. did consoles start having fans? The disc drives and mm-hmm. hard drives. The PlayStation. Yeah, things that have to like spin to offset the spinning. Yeah. Yeah. My PS4 is so loud. That's my, just friction. Oh, my man. launch PS4 is so loud. I know. Like, oh yeah. The NES would like never. There's yeah. no. It would never make any noise. Well, I mean, I guess like you know, Pentium processors need to have coolant enough to like stay cool. So that's a thing yeah. too. I don't know why they get hot, but uh, not a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> We are, of course, in less than two months getting the PlayStation Classic, which you just mem- uh, mentioned, and you won't need memory cards for mm-hmm. that. Um, but is it weird that we, don't, we still only know five games that are oh, coming yeah. out for that console? So we should follow up yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah it is. Let's get some more games weird. announced, huh? <laughs> yeah, I can't tell if it's like some marketing thing yeah. where they're trying to stretch out the announcements or if yeah, it's more to like, do with like all of, like, all of the offerings would be third-party games, so mm-hmm. are they still working those deals out? Well, I'm sure there are licensing deals happening. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's what I wonder, though. If you're going to, like reveal them piecemeal like you need to outline <laughs> how you're going to reveal this stuff otherwise mm-hmm. i just think like do you have 30 games signed yet mm-hmm. or did you get five and you're like screw it we'll figure it out <laughs> yeah symphony um, night is about to get re-released on playstation 4 yeah and so like you don't need the console for that one anymore. yeah yeah exactly um well nicholas emailed us at the email address gamescoop at ign.com just like you can he says i wanted to reignite the discussion of what games might be included in the ps classic lineup this holiday season i know you guys briefly discussed this when it was first announced but it turned into a discussion focused more on what couldn't be included due to the original d-pad controller oh well, that sounds like a good conversation uh yeah you should uh, find, check, find it on gamescoop well, i already <laughs> had it so we can move on <laughs> i would like to submit some ideas and hear your thoughts and additions about what we might see in the lineup aside from the few games already announced thinking about the early era of the playstation and their lineup that stood out as unique i I came up with the following Warhawk, which I think is uh, probably a very, very safe bet to be on there because that was like a near launch title that was very well received. And that it's had like a, a, that had a PS3 iteration. They too. remade it on PS3, yeah. Tried to reboot it's that. It's like ground, air, combat. 
Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like vehicle combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, vehicular combat. But in uh, speaking of vehicular combat, he also suggests Destruction Derby and Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal, I would imagine, is a very That game bet. was so popular. As well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which they also rebooted mm-hmm. on PS3. Right? Yeah. Is that true? People. Is there multiple show. versions of that? Because I, yeah, I remember there's Twisted Metal Black, Twist, Twist Metal Black. Black. yeah, was yeah. the one I played the most. Uh, he recommends Battle Arena Toshinden. Yeah, what is that? Is, uh, I've always heard that fight, name, but I don't 3D Fighter. Uh, okay, but so I don't think like it's. Uh, Soul Calibur. Yeah, or it's like, more like Virtual well, Fighter. Right? Right? Yeah. Virtual Fighter, yeah. technically. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine that would be super fun to play today, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, but we just get the, we got the Insane Collection last year, which is a. You know, a better you know, way. The to play 3D that fighting today. game we need is uh, Star Wars Masters of Terrace Kasi. Yep, yep. That is the. Uh, was that the lightsaber Star Wars one fighting game? We need it's just a. One. It's a really, really bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, just fighting. The one on one fighter. You could have characters. Chewbacca versus Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. Abe's Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. I can see that one. People like yeah. that one. Loaded. Does anyone remember Loaded? No. Nope. It was a top down shooter. No. They're like sure. That's cool. Uh, Space I, shooter. I no, like a like it's like a Smash TV, like okay. Commando, yeah. Jackal, almost. Uh, he recommends ESPN Extreme Games, which that there could be a license there. They'd mm. have to like re up that with ESPN, right? I I, I, mean, I, I mean, what like that. what what are the extreme games, <laughs> dude? They're pretty extreme. Are There's these like, like the actual? Five, it's the X Games. Yeah, or, uh, I think that's what it was. Like that, so yeah. like you'd have to get Tony Hawk to like approve <laughs> this. Sean White, yeah. Bust a Move 2, which, sure, I think that's a really fun game. I don't know if, I don't really, do people really associate that with PlayStation, the original PlayStation console? I associate it with arcades and Nintendo 64 and PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. It's all there at the same time. Jet Moto, I think, is also a very good uh, safe bet. I remember that was a first-party game that was, uh, they had commercials for it. I mm-hmm. remember seeing those commercials. Blasto, starting Phil Hartman. What? Yeah. What? Phil Hartman played Blasto. Remember that? He was like a no. I don't remember fan. anything about yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> okay. Raiden, top-down shoot him up. Yeah. Yeah. But sure. Says, thanks again for a great show. Damon, I apologize for not including Einhander in this list. I don't want a digital release to lower the value of our physical copies. Thanks. Greedy. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> I would like more people to play Einhander, and that is... Just lend it to him. ...better than any other game you mentioned in your list here, by a long shot. Let's move on to Peter from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Okay. Says, hello, cast of my favorite podcast. Scoop. Hi. On Scoop 500, <laughs> you mentioned that IGN may have dropped the ball by awarding Dragon Age Inquisition Game of the Year in 2014. If the Omega Cops <laughs> could go back in time and change the past. That has the level of rebanding, by the way. <laughs> it has a level scaling? Yeah, a little bit of it. Not, it's very weak, though, isn't it? What would you award Game of the Year instead of Dragon Age? Or would you not change it in fear of the butterfly effect being far too drastic? <laughs> That's such a great question. <laughs> to remind you, IGN's nominees were Bayonetta 2, Dark Souls 2, Dragon Age Inquisition, Hearthstone, Shadow of Mordor, and that's it. But uh, the list does not include Divinity Original Sin, mm-hmm. Destiny, Mario Kart 8, and South Park, The Stick of Truth. Also, Far Cry 4 came out that year. I don't know. All those games are fine. Well, yeah, I, I all don't those know. games are fine. All those games Hearthstone? Are... Is that something we should retroactively have awarded? I mean, I would I would dig it, but, you know, really? I, I realize very few people in the office play Hearthstone, but I yeah. play it every day, so it's like... Yeah, but, yeah, but the best, like, you know. it doesn't have to be the best game by committee. It's just... Yeah, that's true. You know, qualitatively, I think Sam's right. Like, all those well, games like, are solid 7.5s to 9s. You know, they're all good to... Don't people to love Dark Souls 2? Uh, actually, I think Dark Souls Two is the the least liked one in the mm-hmm. trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be uh, kind of a black sheep, and it wasn't like even a contender. I remember for, during the discussions of that year. But even like I know uh, the Wii U struggled, but Mario Kart Eight was yeah, it's so amazing good. right out the gate. <laughs> it is. So really I don't know. Good. Yeah, and it's still a, you know a Switch contemporary game that's really. And good. then also like, dude, Divinity Original Sin is absolutely a better RPG than Dragon Age Inquisition. Well, whoops. yes. <laughs> Yes, it is, but, but it is not a better action RPG, which is well, what I think gets people in the door. Yeah, it's how is it a better RPG? It has action RPG because you oh, no no because in Divinity, Divinity or, yeah is okay. just a better yeah. RPG, yeah, like a much cooler story and a cooler battle system. And yeah, but I don't think there's the audience for the old like CRPG styles that yeah. you know we grew up playing the gold box CRPG games. I think 
people can get into a Dragon Age Inquisition because there's a person that can ride a horse in third person and you can <laughs> swing your wand around and hit things <clears throat> with fireballs rather than like click, 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 open this. I absolutely agree. I think Divinity is a better RPG series, but I love the old CRPGs. Oh, yeah, I do too. I don't know, maybe 2014 was just like off year for games in general. I feel like there was a... There's just nothing that like... There's another one. There's nothing. There's no like God of War or right. Uncharted... I think Dragon Age is a pretty good um, selection. And Shadow of uh, Mordor is an interesting choice, too, only because that yeah. system, that like enemy <clears throat> system, was so interesting. But I don't think it's like Game of the Year worthy just based off that. Yeah. It was we a weird year. We didn't choose those other games. So Butterfly Effect-wise, we didn't mm -hmm. choose those other games, and they all got sequels. Yeah. <laughs> but the one that we chose didn't is, get a didn't sequel. Get, is yeah. getting a sequel sometimes in well, the next five years. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in the next decade and a half. They're, they're I don't know, though, because Mass Effect was kind of a mess. No, they're working on it. They said they're working on it right now, yeah, but Bioware. But is, first is it comes even Anthem. For Bio Bioware to do yeah, Anthem first. Yeah. <clears throat> I honestly don't know if it's going to be like Dragon Age Inquisition or not, or mm -hmm. if they're just going to go back to like Dragon Age 1, which was closer to the CRPG versions that we, yeah. that we remember. Uh, and this right. is Jason in Columbus, Ohio. He says, I recently rented Captain Toad Treasure Tracker on Switch because a friend had shared how short the campaign was. <coughs> sure enough, I was able to complete both campaigns in the five-day rental period. It was nice. a very fun game, and I do encourage others to play it, but I really didn't see a whole lot of replay value or need to own it more than five days. So here's my question. Are there any great games out now that you would recommend listeners rent or borrow instead of buying? Tomb Raider. Yes, there really are still a few brick-and-mortar rental places out there in the world, but Gamefly is also a solid route, mm -hmm. too. You mentioned Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, yeah, maybe, that. except um, if you are a fan of that, that rebooted series, that, that trilogy, we talked about this uh, a little bit. One of the, Maybe one of the downsides of it is that there's a lot of like mechanics and abilities in the game that you don't get a lot of ch uh, chances to use. Mm -hmm. It introduces stuff that you maybe only get to do one or two times. But there's a new game plus mode where you start the game with everything that you've unlocked, and that you know, sort of does give you a lot more time to sort of use your abilities and all yeah. your... You can definitely get through it in a few nights, though. That's true. Yeah. If you just want to play it yeah. for the story or whatever. If you just want to play through it, sure, you could rent it. Spider-Man like also. I want to own that game. Spider-Man, yeah, you can just tear through. That's true. Spider-Man's a pretty good rental, yeah. Yeah. I would um, say Super Mario Party. I was going to say Super Mario Party. Yeah? Like, yeah, like for a weekend? Yeah, exactly. Just get some friends you together? Friends you can play that for yeah. one or two nights, and you probably and get... You're, you're just good. like, you I don't need any more of that. Here's the, here's the <laughs> thing with Super Mario Party, though. You're going to want to rent again maybe at Thanksgiving when you're you know with your friends and family, American Thanksgiving, which is coming up, I know. Can't, can't already have theirs. Uh, or the uh, holiday time you might have off for uh, whatever holidays you celebrate. Uh, yeah. That could be a time in which you want to play that. Too. I think people are just going to shut themselves up into a room and like play Red Dead. Instead yeah, or I know. Yeah, finish Assassin's Creed. Yeah, if you don't like Red Dead, there's a new Fallout game. If you don't like those, there's a new Smash Brothers. So there you go. Smash Brothers is like Maybe a really Smash good, good, good family yeah. like replacement for couch play. Right? There you go. That's true. I think Smash is a good rental too. Like unless oh, you want to really, I think so much like, like it's like the definition of an owner. Yeah. yeah. See, I think unless you want to get it forever, uh, right? maybe maybe I don't look at fighting games like I don't want to be really great at them. Like after yeah. I master one character and like beat up my friends for a while, I'm like, mm -hmm. cool, all right, mm -hmm. let's go do something else. Uh, Sam, what do you think about Mega Man Eleven? So uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because I just put that in our we we have a rental system here at IGN. <laughs> we have a little library. Yeah. It's, it's a little cabinet. Uh, with our contemporary games that everybody should play for Game of the Year nominations. It's really cool. It's a cool perk of working here. And then uh, we also have our like you know old console library, which is just like, it's actually like when Gandalf yeah. goes to Minas Tirith yeah. and he goes down <laughs> and this guy's like, yeah, he blows <laughs> off the, the, the tome yeah. and puts it down. Like that's what our library looks like. It's not... It's a mess. Yeah, you can't use it for anything. But there's still like 64 <laughs> games in there and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. There's older stuff than that. Yeah, for sure. There's like old and stuff. They're like, you know, those old CD cases. There's yeah. CD cases filled with PC games mm -hmm. from the yeah. 90s. Yeah. Do you remember when PC games got physical releases? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A secret only fire can tell. <laughs> uh, so, um, Burn it. Uh, I just put that in there, and nobody's checked it out yet. But it's like Mega Man Eleven. Yeah, but you can beat it in like three like, hours. And there's not really like. And I know I said eight because it took me a long time to figure out the boss order, and that's yeah. what I wanted to do with that game. Yeah. You don't need to do that because I wrote the boss order for you. Yeah. And there's not really any replay value after you beat the game. That's why I thought maybe it'd be good for a rental. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think like really emotive games. I think Hellblade's an awesome rental. Mm. I think that's a short short one too. The Shadow of Colossus remake's an awesome rental. Hellblade's a good idea. Um, what was the one? Last Guardian's probably an awesome rental. So hmm. stuff like that, where you beat it quick, but like it's an experience, you know. Yeah, and then it's sounding like uh, I know we're working on a review last uh, right now, but everything I'm hearing is sounding like maybe Starlink is a rental. Yeah, mm. yeah, for sure. <laughs>
And that brings us to video game 20 questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Luke in Holland, Michigan. Nice. You been there? Hell yeah, I've been to Holland, Michigan. (laughs) Several times. There's like Dutch windmills and stuff. I even know a song about it. Tulips are blooming in Holland, Michigan. Cool. Yeah, because I spent all my summers in Michigan. All right. Let the questioning. Let's do 25 questions. I'm I'm not feeling up to this. I'm I'm feeling a little nervous Yeah, Mm. about this. I haven't done this in like a year, so do we still ask the hands question? Uh, Did we retire hands? What's the hands question? Can Any, you see anything hands? Goes. Ask anything goes. You're, no, no. I, well, you don't start with it. Since I'm sitting it's in Justin's seat. No, Justin seat. starts yeah. with it. Yeah. Does well, he really? Yeah. No, he starts with the hat question. There's also can you see your hands? He did yeah. say he was going to retire the hat question. Not, not. He the, said he was considering it. Yeah, that's true. I'm, so I'll, I'll pass goes. it on just in case. Okay. Can uh, Do you wear a hat? No. <laughs> oh. I'm out of ideas. Is it before <laughs> the it. year uh, 1990? No. Is it after the year... 2005. Yes. 316 mm. up. Mm. Is this a console exclusive? Yes. Mm. Exclusive. Is there multiplayer? No. Mm. No multiplayer. That's five. Mm. Console exclusive. Do you count co-op as multiplayer? Um, Ooh. Maybe, but there's no co-op. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't uh, count. It's another question. <laughs> console exclusive on the 360... Or uh, PS3 or up. Uh, is this a licensed game? No. Uh, was this made in Japan? Yes. Is it an RPG? No. No. But close. Let's, let's make that. Yeah. Let's not, let's you make can that. always tell by his hesitations. I don't want to. <laughs> it's a definitive no. Uh, is definitive this? edition. <laughs> <laughs> was this on a Nintendo system? No. <clears throat> Okay, so should we just narrow it down? Yeah, do you PlayStation? Was this on a PlayStation system? Yes. Okay. That's ten. Okay. okay. So PS3 or PS4, we should probably narrow that down. PSP. And, oh God. And the Vita. But the Vita is not a PlayStation system. No, it's a PlayStation. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was thinking PlayStation Portable and PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4. But they call it a PlayStation Vita, right? It's not That's just a special name, Vita. yeah. It's been so long. Um, what's it, a, what's a really clever way we can ask if it was a handheld or a console without, uh, and then also ask if it was a PS3 or PS4. I mean, we usually ask like, is it on current gen? Yeah. We don't know the generation way. still. Yeah. Oh, with backwards compatibility. Well, I was going to say, is it part of a franchise? Is this game part of a franchise? No. Okay. So you one off. Defined franchise? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. So a one off, non-licensed, Exclusive. non-RPG Console, PS3 or PS4 exclusive that is not part of a franchise. Out of Japan. Out of Japan. Uh, did Sony publish this game? Yes. Okay. Probably spent a lot of questions. Got to that earlier. Mm. Well, that's still good to know, though. Maybe it's like the last. Uh, is The Last Guardian part of a franchise? No. <laughs> the fir- well, the, the, the first Guardian came before. <laughs> um, all the other Guardians. Um yeah, it's going to be something like that then. That's not too bad. No multiplayer, no co-op, not an RPG. Mm-hmm. So what do we got? Shadow. We probably need to figure out if it's a PS3 or if it's a PS4 game. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to ask that question because it's going to be a PSP game and then we're just going to burn a question. Mm-hmm. Well, you could say, is this from the play, you could, is this from the PlayStation 3 PSP generation? No. Okay, so PS, PS4 Vita. Nicely done. I was looking for that tricky At way to ask At least we narrowed that. that down. Yeah. Is this a PlayStation Vita, PS4, <laughs> PS3, or Xbox? <laughs> we never think about it that way. Are there it's still a yes or no question? As a guy who's never touched a Vita, are there any exclusives on it? I've worn it's. If it's a Vita game, we're not going to get it. That's let's just let's just lie down right now. Let's just aim for PS4. Okay, all right. <laughs> so PS4 art house game. Yeah, published by Sony. Was Hellblade published by Sony? Hellblade was published by Ninja Theory. Okay. All right. So what are our Sony exclusives, Tina? Ooh, actually, uh, they had a deal with Sony, but I ra- think... Rack the encyclopedia. You've been in this industry then. Yeah, I'm not. I'm no good in encyclopedia, though. Okay. Unfortunately, that's what Wikipedia is for. We have Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Right. Sony Entertainment. Does that not count Spider-Man, as but it's not licensed. Bloodborne is not part of a franchise because count. it is not part of the... Whole... Dark Souls or Dark uh, Demon. 
Yeah. And it can't be uh, any of the Insomniac or Uncharted or anything games like that because those all have sequels and they're all part of a mm-hmm. franchise. So one-offs are a little bit unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a better chance. Mm-hmm. So uh, Bloodborne. Do you kill stuff in this game? Mm. Oh, shit. Sounds like a Ghostbusting I game. I actually don't know. <laughs> oh, what about People Can Fly? Um, Journey, Flower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the third? Are one? those part of the franchises? They're not a franchise. No, no. Only oh, none of, check all the boxes. None of those are on PS4, right? Because they they haven't put out a game. Well, yeah, journey. you're right. But it could be something like that. No, they did right. It's Sky or something. I can't remember. Mm, I might be wrong, but I'm wrong. So, Would, uh, I know it's published by Sony, but should we ask if it's like an indie game? I mean, define indie. Well, Definitely. not published by Sony for one thing, but I think it's like you know. <laughs> Sony can publish it. I mean, Sony started publishing indies on the PS4, so. Yeah. In, are they even independent? Era. It's like saying, like, you know, indie band is on Warner Brothers. <laughs> They've just lost their sound. <laughs> uh, what do we have? 13? Uh, was, yep. Should we ask about Seven reception? Percent. Maybe mm. like, was it really received? Or we might just have to, uh, to get this one, we might have to go straight to genre. Yeah. Or well, that yeah. presentation, like graphical style right. or something. That's a tough one, though, is because. Yeah, I was going to ask like the weapon question, but if you don't necessarily kill yeah, things. Yeah, if you don't kill things, or if, you don't, if he doesn't know. We can oh, uh, the one where you throw ink. Um, ink? What is it called? Unfinished Swan. Unfinished Swan. Oh, yeah. I think that was PS3 as well. Yeah, that was PS3. Man, I'm living in the wrong age. Can yeah. I just cheat and look up PS4 games? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just tell PS4 us what it is. Or Sony yeah. games. Uh, so, can you. Um, would you say this game takes place on Earth with humans, like right now, like that kind of thing? Like no. realistic contemporary? No. No. Okay. Near? Do you play as a human? Yes. That's useless. It's 15. That's not, okay. That's not near. No, that's good. Is it? Yeah. So, so it wasn't human, it would be far more interesting. <laughs> so it's like past or future has humans in it. I mean, kill, should kill. Could still be the last guardian. Could still be Bloodborne. And Bloodborne. But you definitely kill things in Bloodborne. Oh, correct. Yes. Yeah. So it's got to be that's some like, kind of. Like you wouldn't know you if would... you kill things in Last Guardian. Um. <laughs> you eat a lot of barrels in that game. That's about it. Um. Well, what's a good genre that doesn't focus on combat? Some kind of exploration. Puzzles, yeah. Puzzle, yeah. Puzzle, yeah. Uh, Does this game have puzzles in it? Yes. Who published The Witness? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good new question. Uh, well, Sony did not publish the witness, but that's okay. that's sounding something like that. You solve puzzles. Oh, and it's also something well, witnessy. I think it's Last Guardian. I'm just gonna go with the first one I went with. <laughs> Wait, um, so you said it was console exclusive, but did we ever narrow down that it wasn't on the Xbox One? Yeah, that would mean it's yeah, yeah. console exclusive means it's only on PS4. No, it means it's only on console. Oh no no he he knows that it means that it's just okay. on one one console. Yeah, I took that to mean is it exclusive to one console. Mm. Okay. Uh <coughs> sorry, I got wrapped up in the marketing of it all. Should we ask if it's well received? Does that even help? Cuz sometimes no. when it's a stinker, it really helps. Yeah, that's true cuz then I mean it's not something super obvious. Yeah. Uh And honestly, Last Guardian was not that well received, so. That's fair. Is is this well received? This was moderately well received. It's a freaking We're last guardian. Can't be, can't be shadow. Yeah, last guardian. You don't kill anything. Um. Well, we have three well. questions. <laughs> All right. A silence fell over the room. Yeah. I'm is trying. there is there a big creature in this game? Yes. All right. Is oh, it okay. the last guardian? Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh. We were just doubting ourselves Wasn't that this the whole time. Game. I said. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know what's the? You what's, the but like you're like, around, surely it can't be the last guardian. It's yeah, one of those feelings. Question eleven. You mentioned last guardian. Is <laughs> he done? Yeah. Well, I think it was a team. You held that down. <laughs> I want to remember, Guardian. actually, some of those questions were new. Yeah, you said you, you liked asked, one question. Uh, are there puzzles in it? Yeah, yeah, I really like that because we always get screwed by puzzle games. Yeah. Mm. And those necessitate having puzzles in them. But a lot of games like Call of Duty or something, you could say Zombies has puzzles in it. So it's like makes it Yeah, music. or like is it an RPG? Like what game doesn't have yeah. RPG yeah. elements? Oh, do you, do you kill things in that game? Last Guardian? Barrels. I don't, I don't remember. If you actually, I, I saw a video being, where you kill yourself. I remember being really annoyed with the controls and trying to get the bird dog to do anything at all. I mean, I beat that game, and for some reason, I can't remember <laughs> if there's like <laughs> shadow people that you kill. Memorable. I mean, I know the 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 creature interacts with humans. Yeah, but I don't remember. I, remember. I think we gave it a seven five. Yeah, that sounds about right. So moderately well received. Like well, it's it. good. We thought it was good. Yeah. 
Good no shadow of the Colossus. Good and a half. The game is only two years old. Mm-hmm. 2016. It feels far farther away in my mind. Yeah, it does. Are we on a two-week streak now? Uh, winning streak? Yeah. What was last week? Last week was Beautiful Joe, which someone pointed out was apparently a, 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 re- a repeat. But we don't even know. Yes. Really? We can't remember too. The Last Guardian. Like, <laughs> yeah. <it's not laughs> I can't remember it. if we killed anything in The Last Guardian. Yeah. What was the lo- uh, longest track record for a winning streak? Leading up to Game Scoop 500, they were on their longest winning streak of the year, but then they lost it at 500. Oh, that's right. But now you're on, now you got two. Nice job. All right. Uh, Thank you, Luke, from Holland, Michigan. How's that song go? Uh, Tulips are blooming in Holland, Michigan. And then you, uh, you, uh, you you have, you know, you you do the beat with the clogs because clogs are all. Oh, the words. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com or omegacops at IGN.com. <laughs> <laughs> is that official? That is <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, I love you made that. <laughs> uh, thank you, Tina. Thank you, Sam. Thank, thank you, you, Brandon. Yeah. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out. We are going to control you now. Yeah.